<laughs> this is Mistakes Were Made with the beautiful Kristen Pennington and me, the uh, gelatinous blob Aww, of self-humiliation, Brett Bloom. That's not true. Cheers. My apologies beforehand for this. Kristen's got a little bit of the sniffly thing because the weather's like all different kinds of fucked up. And uh, we thought we were going to bring you a two-mic episode, finally. And uh, that fell to shit right as we sat down. So I've had a little bit to drink. So this <laughs> one might go off the rails in roughly half an hour. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> We've brought this up before, but legitimately, if there's anyone listening, I don't understand what the problem is. Like, we Oh, won't... there are people listening. You checked the numbers this morning. We uh, had yeah. what, what, five, six episodes. This will come out. There will be a lot more by mm-hmm. the time you're hearing this. But five and six of our opening episodes pulled in over 100 people. So Yay. we are crushing the fucking game. Like, I, I don't know... Uh, what else you expect from us? <laughs> okay, really? let me rephrase. I meant if anyone is listening, who knows what the problem is. We have two Blue Yeti mics, and um, we already did the whole, like, get the new serial number for one or whatever, so yeah. the one computer will recognize both mics, so that's not the problem. Um, the computer recognizes that there are two mics plugged in, and sometimes it will pick up sound from both mics, and then specifically one of the mics cuts out. For no reason and i don't know why it's not the cord we've replaced the cord so if you know what my problem is and you're out there please email me if we have anybody at yeti who wants to fix the problem for free we'll keep giving you further plugs but right now <laughs> we're just kind of trashing your product <laughs> you know <laughs> so like uh, this could be like a ransom note for uh, blue yeti mics like we need an advertiser we will advertise it if you can send us a microphone that doesn't shit out because yeah. we've got three we've got one that is consistently on point and we just want to like clean up our audio quality so we can tell you how awesome blue yeti mics are <laughs> You have a, a voice for doing. I know. I should. Yeah, I should do aggressive, aggressive ads. <laughs> Get Geico, or your family's all gonna die. You know, uh, that's not funny. Uh, <laughs> God. But um. Speaking of having six episodes, what else happened? We are officially invested. Yeah, we ran out of our free audio storage on our website so we had to actually upgrade to a paying membership now so yeah i'm i'm sorry i'm writing something down which is kind of cool like that seems like a bit of a bummer we now have to pay for it but we in a very short amount of time have recorded five hours worth of very awkward audio for you to listen well, we to. We recorded about eight hours, and three of those hours, none yeah. of you people will ever fucking hear. Because <laughs> it was just an anxiety attack into a microphone. It was just like constant apologizing, 30 minutes of dead air where we just sat here drinking. And they're hilarious, but they are all fucked up. Like we, we've got to get a compilation of like the four good moments that came out of those like first it's like six hours of just, we could do this. It's like, God damn microphones <laughs> that's my blue yeti you know like that's my advertisement for blue yeti mics <laughs> fuck you <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
The one that works works yeah, quite well. No, no, but we are officially invested with Podbean, and I, I, that's a huge step. You know, like uh, we've put money into things before. We've put money into uh, three Blue Yeti mics, one of which is was a good investment. Blue Yeti, get your shit together. <laughs> and then um, we, or you, you, you bought the lights and like all of your equipment you've got in the next room and we, we both invested money into the dolls and then i'm mm-hmm. assuming you had to i bought pay. a motherfucking door just to kill it I, I, <laughs> it would be like if i bought kittens at the pet store just to decapitate them with a lawnmower in my front yard like <laughs> <laughs> which was also or, a, you know buy mice for a snake like which was also cat. a headache i've consistently given you all of the problems that i didn't want to deal with <laughs> we made the uh sound dampeners for the podcast to hopefully cut out some of the noise and i stabbed myself once and then passed it off to brett and then brett stabbed himself a bunch more but i made two of these motherfuckers i got these things folded so like, and then the door for the dolls yeah. didn't fit the doorway so you had to sand it down <laughs> to get and some then... sandpaper and it's like i thought we measured the fucking door like why did we do that do then... this beforehand we didn't have a doorknob on it, so we couldn't get it to stay closed. So then yeah. we had to like pat it to hell and back so it wouldn't come loose God and damn. Brett wouldn't chainsaw himself to death. God bless Caleb for what he did there. <laughs> Just fucking kept kept me cool. Yeah, the clothesline was even worse. Do what? The clothesline was even worse. The clothesline worse. was a whole situation. You were had both digging Caleb holes and in gravel. Out there. Yeah, I had no fucking idea what was going on. <laughs> I knew I had like 20 minutes for us to get this thing set up. The, the clothes wire was like really at like a 45. I do everything at a 45 degree <laughs> angle. So the clothes wire, it was like, it was bad. Turns out, like, if you want to buy a clothesline in 2019, you have to look. Like, we went to a fucking old-time pottery, and we still couldn't find the posts for a clothesline. Mm-hmm. And I was not about to cement some, like, metal posts into the ground <laughs> to make this dream happen. Yeah, I thought there had to be, like, a plastic removable alternative that you just stick Well, I bought those plastic, and it was like a whole right, play they, set, like a volleyball they play They broke set. immediately. Yeah, and, <laughs> and Brett is trying to literally put them into cement or something, like the ground was not ground. and, yeah, uh, and gravel, it was real yeah, rocky, yeah. The, the not poles the best broke. place, but it, it worked for the window shot, you know, like we just needed a quick shot of it. <laughs> Got all those dolls hung up. That was my favorite part about the shooting of the dolls was going out onto the back porch with Caleb. We we hooked up the fucking barbecue grill. Almost blew yourself up. Almost blew myself up. But we fucking hooked up the barbecue grill and I'm out there with a pair of like barbecue tongs. Heating up porcelain. Yeah, fucking just fucking flipping porcelain on an open flame, which you're not supposed to do because air pockets and porcelain blows up. So Mm. it... But I had safety glasses out the ass. I just wasn't wearing them <laughs> at that time. And back then I didn't wear these glasses. So it's a miracle I didn't just like... Lose an eye. Have a piece of porcelain and shoot through Film my, our own through, episode of the eye. eye. Like I've got an astigmatism over here. Like if it shot through my left, I would have been completely fucked. I would have just been <laughs> walking around with an eye patch. And I can't see distance out of the other one. Like it would have been... <laughs> Brett is forever tackling all the, the problems that all I don't have the, the patience shit. for. A hundred percent. That's that, that's what I do. I just, again, I'm still mad at my third grade teacher. So I, <laughs> I, I set up obstacles for myself that just don't need to exist <laughs> at all. And then I get mad at them. Like, like I didn't completely bring them upon myself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
It's a good quality, though, which is a point I was making earlier, and Brett knows that I'm going to get a little mushy, which he's not a fan of. Sorry, that's me cracking my knuckles. There's a reason why I started with dead cat jokes. Like, I will, again, cheers. (laughs) Mistakes were made. Here's Uh to Kristen's mushy moment. Yeah, yeah, Brett knew this was coming, uh, so hopefully it doesn't make him too uncomfortable. But, um, yeah, that's something I've been thinking a lot about lately is... How important it is to have, like, it doesn't even have to be a big circle, just a circle of people that are in your corner, sincerely. Um, You know, if you're doing any kind of endeavor that's even a moderate risk, you'll have varying levels of support. You know, you're going to have people that are just like, oh, that's interesting, good for you, and then people that sincerely support you, and then people that could give less of a fuck. And, um... It's super important, I think, to have as many people as you can in your life that genuinely appreciate, even if they don't, like, firsthand understand, you know, what you're trying to do or what you're passionate about or whatever, just people that genuinely appreciate that because I'm, uh, like, I know we talk a lot about the fact that Brett and I recently graduated college, but I'm not 22. (laughs) I I took some time off. Um, How old are you, Chris? I'm 30. I'm I'm the dirty 30. I'm 28 in like 10 days. Am I that close to it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I took a lot of time off. I went to school initially or to college initially straight out of college, and then I I didn't really know what I wanted to do, didn't really have – any sense of direction and didn't have like any influences in my life that were necessarily like helping me figure that out. So, um, I took a lot of time off from school, which worked out in my favor because I wouldn't have met Brett otherwise, but, um, depending on the day, it's a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I, um, when I did finally go back to college and like I knew what I wanted to do, like I had a handful of students that were in my uh, program and then a handful of teachers that, you know, we're this really great support system, and, um, like, I worked with them throughout my college education and did a lot of cool things because of them, and then Brett and I met, and, um, we have a very interesting dynamic. Brett is simultaneously... (laughs) We're awesome. Brett is simultaneously one of the most recklessly bold people that I know who also has, um, a very structured life. Which seems like a strange combination. I don't know if he would agree with me. He's like, giving me a look. I feel like I'm like explosively introverted. Like, like <laughs> that makes sense. Like, I'm really good at being like, let's make a thing, and don't you dare fucking talk to me about it later. But we're gonna. <laughs> but your actual like life is very structured. Like we. Yeah, we... I, I hate change, and I'm ex-military, so like it... I. I clean the apartment like two, depending on the stress, sometimes three times a week. Like dinner happens at X amount of time. Like I, 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 I stop working on as soon as I get home in the afternoon. Like if I'm gonna work extra hours, I have to wake up earlier or get more shit done at the pawn shop, you know. But I have a. I'm sorry. I'm not no, trying to fine. hijack and I'm you're uncomfortable fine. with mushy situations and that 40 <laughs> is getting low. <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it is structured. It's, yeah. Like we have it's certain... militaristic, but not in an yeah. aggressive way. Yeah. Not in an yeah. aggressive way, but we have, yeah, we have like certain days that we do certain things and we, um, 
kind of set out days that we hope to get like projects done and stuff like that and um at the same time like I said he's a very I'm trying to find the right wording for it um because that sounds negative to say recklessly but I guess that is an accurate assessment like recklessly bold (laughs) and I am very much um not a very disciplined person so that's been helpful to have that because I would probably waste half of my day if Brett and I weren't (laughs) living together just being a slob on the couch but um slept in a whole extra hour today (laughs) I just sat on the bed drinking coffee staring at you (laughs) Facebook like we have to go to the laundry (laughs) but I but I um um it's it's nine o'clock on our day off (laughs) why are we not doing something (laughs) But I am in my, like, um, <coughs> tasks that I set out to do or things that I want to accomplish, like, very much, like, a planner type person. Yeah. Like, I, like if Brett's like, let's do this thing, I'm like, but let's figure out how we're going to do this I never thing. have a plan. Yeah, and <laughs> and it's it's been... I say we're doing it, and that's why <laughs> mistakes were made. I'm going to hijack this whole thing. No, Before I'm trying to have talk. a mush. I'm trying to have a mush. Ugh. But um, <laughs> it's been invaluable to my life. Because I think if Brett and I hadn't met, I would have graduated college and still just be kind of like dicking around trying to figure out what I was going to do working for somebody else or whatever. And from day one, like pretty much from the moment we met, Brett's always been like, no, we can do this. We are doing this. Like this is getting done. And, you know, the short film that I made for college literally only happened because of you. Um... Like, all of the projects that we've done, this podcast only happened because of you. And I don't think that you need to rely on other people. Like, you have to be self-motivated for sure. But your life takes on a lot of qualities of the type of people you surround yourself with. So, um, yeah. Like, I, it's, I think, invaluable to surround yourself with people that believe in you and support you. And Brett's... From day one, been, been that for borderline me. Borderline autistic. <laughs> you know, you, like, what you, was it like walking into the apartment for the first time? I don't want to suck my own dick on here, and I promise you, I will pay back the what you've done for me. Um, but I'm just curious from an outsider's perspective, because currently there are the fucking postcards all over the kitchen but when you came in here the first time i think they were in every room yeah like i were. think that i knew i knew they were there i didn't know they in were in the kitchen in the dining room <laughs> in the bedroom walking up when you leave the bedroom you have to look up and above the door is a cow skull <laughs> and like I, there's a hand-painted michael myers in the bedroom this whole place must have been like oh there were still cobwebs on the wall because I hadn't been living with you, so I didn't realize spiders were a problem. Kristen's got two phobias. It's wet bread and spiders. So like I had cobwebs in all of the corners of the apartment because I didn't care because I wasn't living in those corners so the spiders could do whatever the fuck they got to do. And then I tried to serve you stuffing. And it was like a double uh. All the things I hate converging in one space. It's like, we're listening to Tony Bennett. There's going to be spiders crawling down the fucking walls. I'm going to scream at you about how you're a CIA agent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I knew. I knew the postcards or, um, what are they? What's the proper term? They're not postcards. Note cards. Note cards, yeah, but they're. Multi-colored, 
They've got pink and green. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, they're index cards. Yeah, index cards. I was yeah. like, I know there's a proper name for it. Yeah, Unlined I, index cards. <laughs> I knew the index cards were on the wall in your living room because you had told me that. I didn't know that they were in the yeah, kitchen no, they or were the on that little piece of, like, that little four-foot area <laughs> next to the thermometer, which would be great for a dartboard of it. It was just a series <laughs> of some, I can't even, what was up there? I don't remember. There was, was that the dolls? I don't remember. Oh, that was, that was look at it. well over a year ago. I don't remember that. Um, there was a whole book in the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I knew they were there, so they didn't like, I didn't think they were that weird because I knew they were there. And I remember like the first day that I came over, like I was like standing here, like reading some of them. And like, I, I actually kind of thought it was cool because it shows that, like, it, like I said, there are varying degrees of people that are going to be in your circle that kind of support you and like you're not one of those people that's just talk you know like this is literally Work. your planning process <laughs> yeah so i'm happy you, you you saw it that way because when my friends started coming over after the idea to like fill all the white space in my apartment with colorful index cards and not like they're not all pink and they're not all green they're literally like color coded for characters so it's a mess. <laughs> and then there's a Van Gogh in the middle, man with head in the hands. He's just looking there. I've got the Banksy calendar on the wall <laughs> and Dad's shadow box. And I, I will, uh, depending on what direction I'm facing, scream at either, you know, thank you for being here always. Here's my mush. I'm going to get into <laughs> my mush before I, you know, get too far down this uh, classy... Scotch bottle, my 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 fantastic. What what do you call the crystal thingy that people pour their whiskey in? And then they put that a D, tumbler. No, it begins. That's a glass. It begins oh, with yeah. a D. It's a decanter. Decanter. Before I spill this crystal decanter into my glass mm-hmm. of definitely not King Cobra malt liquor, uh, cost two thirty nine. You can take your judgment and go fuck your mother with it. <laughs> I think I fucked up the other night when we were talking about it. I don't think we were talking about it on here. I think it was our discussion. Is um, to me, you've always been my leash, like in a good way, like in a very good way. Where when Kristen met me, I um, had recently stopped serving sandwiches to my closet, which was a huge step. It was. <laughs> I took a painting and I fucking I wrote, wrote uh, way too good. I, I completely lost my shit. I think that's been covered, uh, established. I'll dive and do a deep dive into what it's like to have a nervous breakdown in the future. If you're going through one, go see a therapist. I prefer talk therapy over drugs. It worked. Um, but we were talking earlier about how you walked into the relationship and uh, I didn't really know what reality was so I thought you were like an agent for the NSA or the CIA like I was like she's a government person she's been sent here because you purchased too many firearms too recently she's here to make sure that there's no spiders on the walls because the spiders are bugged like (laughs) you had so much to like overcome 
And you stayed there. And you kind of reined me back into reality. Like, you, maybe not like a leash, maybe like a fishing reel. Like, you you know. I prefer uh, the idea of keeping you grounded versus well, a leash. You know, we can use all the metaphors we want. I mean, that's basically what it means. But I, you don't just do that psychologically for me. Um, and no, this is not a codependent relationship or like we're, you know. No, it works both ways. Sorry to interrupt you, but like I think that's my favorite. Well, thing. I don't want to come off like one of us is being held hostage. No, <laughs> like that's my my favorite thing about our relationship is I think, you know, to some extent I do. I guess keep you grounded and you help me overcome the fear that keeps me too grounded. So yeah. you kind of give me a lift, and I when. It's pull necessary. back on the reins yeah. so that I don't find out a way to make a car bomb go off in this <laughs> town square because we need the shot of blowing up a car in the town square. And you're like, maybe we should call the cops and, you know, like explain this and then like set that up. And I was like, I didn't even think about that. I was just going to kind of do a car bomb and film it and get that shot. So <laughs> And hope nobody found out. <laughs> yeah. I was just <laughs> Like I have, I, I I have a lot of ideas. I, I, I'm not going to say that they're all good ideas, and I'm not saying that the execution plan is always the cleanest. So, like, you really come in handy is a weird way of saying it, but <clears throat> no, is um, you don't let me get too far out there. Like you let me get out there. Like last night last night turns out you can't just hold an impromptu writer's workshop after Kristen's been working at a hospital all fucking day she came in she was like it was miserable I'm exhausted I just want to shower and dinner and so we had a shower and dinner and then I screamed at you at all the different ways that you could kill a child so that I could come up with one sentence to open up a story with <laughs> <laughs> she was like, this is a little intense. And I was like, oh shit, it is. It's, it's, it's like, you're like, probably not what a normal person wants to talk about right now. Let me scream at you about the war in Libya. Let me freak out over here because I need a line. I, I, what, what I needed, dear listener, is um, a rumor that was going around town about a woman that lived in the town. And I'm still building the story so you can go fuck yourself. I'm not giving you any context. <laughs> but uh, basically she killed her child for sexual pleasure is what I learned <laughs> um, mind you I had been working at a children's hospital all day so fucking children's hospital I spent my whole just day go, with children just going please don't die on my shift little kid and then I just fucking unloaded this like violent tirade um so thank you for putting up with me, I think, in a massive, <laughs> massive way. Because I've got a finite amount of people. I agree with you. Um, with, like, supportive circles. Like, I was blessed with a family that's always been very supportive and a friend set that is just a family. Like, it's... I've had a lot of people come and go in my life, but the people that are in my life, you know, there's too many of you to name. You know that I'm talking about you if you're listening to this right now because you're one of the fucking people. Like, <laughs> you know, like between like Katie and 
Fagan and Sturm and like that all everybody. I'm not gonna sit here and fucking name you off one on one. Just trust that you know I love you if I've told you that I've loved you, and they've never blinked an eye. Like I've told them all the crazy shit. You especially because you live with me. Um, I've told them all the crazy shit and they've just been like, I think it'll work. Like, if you, like, give it a shot, you know, like, see what's going on. I'll be here if it completely fucking crashes and burns. <laughs> I've been blessed with a massive support structure. Like, I, I'm very lucky for that, though sometimes I don't, you know, keep up with people as much as I should. But that's, uh, trust me, I'm busy. Like, <laughs> I love you guys. You can, you got a phone, too. Reach out. Busy being a CEO. Busy be. But uh, no, having a support structure is is key. If you're a creative person and you don't have any creative friends, then you're not a creative person. You're just the only interesting person in your friend group. Like, <laughs> surround yourself with everything. You know, like I've got friends that are musicians. You know, Josh and Dakota and Kirk. Those guys are all really big into music and they do shows and uh, they devote themselves to that I've got Shelby she does nothing but make crazy cool shit like she's got the lamps and then I'm in I'm in cahoots got another big thing coming on the Shelby train it's gonna be fantastic and it involves children's teeth and <laughs> I don't think I've heard this one you haven't I have to go back and, and, and look at, at what I agreed to <laughs> Um, <laughs> but no uh, there's uh, at least uh, you know 15 20 painters writers um probably more than that i fagan's passionate about video games and he is like when he's in that zone it's I, it's a thing that i don't know nothing about you've watched me play video games Turn on fucking Battlefield, I get killed like 75 times for every two people I get. Like, I'm horrific. You had to ask me what my shirt was the other day. Yeah, your shirt. What was the the Link? Yeah. Uh Is is it called Link? Uh, It's uh, Ocarina of Time. It's called Zelda? Uh, Yeah. Okay. But it's specifically from Ocarina of Time. Yeah, it was this like up down cheat code thingy that makes it rain. The Song of Storms. It was just a bunch of arrows on a shirt to me, and then it said, Make it rain. And I was like, That's a cash money term. Is this like, What the fuck? And she goes, No, it's like on the Game Boy. And I'm like, It's not a Game Game Boy. Boy. Isn't it the little yellow arrows? It's the Nintendo 64. Fuck! It's that old? Yeah. Fuck between the between the Link people and the Chucky people and the goddamn Star Wars, Star Wars be- I'm fucked. I'm completely Resident Evil because we talked about Resident Evil. No, that's on you. I refuse to talk about that. I refuse to talk about goddamn Resident Evil. You are the answerer of the Resident Evil emails. But anyway, no, I I love you and I. I'm not very good at putting it in words, you know, all the time. So just know that. You can know that. And they can all go fuck themselves. I love (laughs) you guys, too. And if you don't know that, then you can also go fuck yourself. I'm not explaining myself. (laughs) Just know that there's too many of you to name. Uh, we've got thank a you lot for of, being in my circle. Thank you for being in my circle. And I'll try to come up with a list and, like, thank three people a week so that I know that I hit everybody. <laughs> I just 
stream of consciousness name. My circle's probably smaller. There'd probably only be three people in it. <laughs> get one week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gobert reached out and he said that we needed to um, come up with like a GoFundMe or a Patreon mm-hmm. uh, thing. So if any of you guys have ideas while I'm thinking about that. Um, what would you like to be rewarded with? Exactly. So that you'll give us money. What do you think would be worth it? Like if we set something up to where you could donate like $5 a month or $10 a month or $20 a month. Um, we'll recommend cheap, shitty alcohols that you should try. Yeah. You know, we'll <laughs> Give do, you our dinner recipes. Maybe charge you and you guys pick one of the topics and we'll open with that topic and the conversation will get out of hand. Or <laughs> you give us a challenge. Like we want you to do five shots of Jack Daniels and then spend an hour oh, God. behind the microphone. Like I've, Whatever rings your guys' boat. What, I, if, if I did five shots of... I don't of, know why you're listening to this. <laughs> if I so, did five <laughs> shots of Jack Daniels, you would be talking to this mic by yourself. <laughs> I, I mean, if I took five shots of Jack Daniels, it would probably just wind up with me screaming into this microphone <laughs> by myself about the government. <laughs> do a shot of Jameson, you know, like 30 minutes before the... I could do Jameson. I couldn't do five shots of I mean, anything. It might, at, at the end of the podcast, might end up with me like walking out the door with a handgun and taking out one of our neighbors, but Aww. I can do Jameson. <laughs> okay, five shots of anything, I'd be down for the count, so you'd be on your own. God damn. So yeah, if you guys got any like ideas, you know, hit us up. We'll try to come up with something. You know, there's got to be a way to do it. If you're local uh, and you want to pay us money to, you know when we get a third mic or maybe even a second mic set up, we can invite you into the apartment and cook you dinner. Like we... <laughs> and also, if anybody has any uh, particularly crappy movies they want to recommend for oh, Two Star definitely. Tuesday, we'll always take recommendations yeah. on that. It has to be on Netflix. I don't believe in Hulu because I don't know what Hulu stands for. <laughs> don't really know what Netflix stands for either now that I think about it, but uh, fuck. So... <laughs> Yeah, no, any recommendations. If you, if you need advice or you've got a shot that you don't know how to do or you're stuck writing a story and you don't know how to go about it or like recently, again, I think we've talked about it on here or maybe not, is I'm editing The Nightmare Box, the, mm-hmm. yeah, the first have. manuscript. And like I've been running into this issue recently where as I'm editing it, and again, this is a thing I wrote a couple of years ago, so I've progressed. But my big click, it turns out, is I would be like, before blah, 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 he did this. And before this, he did this. I used, I used before a lot. It's like before stretching his legs, Brett took a sip of beer, you know? like Were you still doing the dash back then? The dash has not, it, it, there's glimpses of the dash, but the dash is, no, no, the dash definitely came in after I think I think I picked up the dash writing the second book because I was trying to like do something stylistically different, mm-hmm. and it took so long to try to just why don't you just have one or two dashes, Brett? Why does everything need to be a panic attack that you write with a pen? <laughs> I use ellipsis like out of control, so I do it too, I guess. The ellipsis? Yeah. Not even the semicolon. No. How many lists are you writing? Big fan of the ellipses. Oh, not the the three dots. Yeah, not the colon. No, the, the, the three not dots. The I was like, you're just writing about lists. <laughs> you're like before going to the grocery store. She wrote a list: colon, 
I need potatoes and tomatoes. I did and go to the grocery store and, and buy potatoes. a lot of vegetables today. I said I did go to the grocery store and buy a lot of vegetables you today. You went to the grocery store and bought a shitload of vegetables today. We're just all over the place as I <laughs> walked into this kind of bus. Um, that's because we're doing a turkey roast that's Wait, cooking oh, over your right shoulder right now. It smells incredible. God, it smells fucking fantastic. And uh, so I was like, yeah, go, like, on the way back in from the gym, you know, and she stops to get the bottle of wine. I was like, Kristen, why don't you, you know, where that was probably your idea. <laughs> yeah, we just discussed that we didn't know what we were going to make as a side, so I yeah. bought every side I could find. Yeah, so she <laughs> bought another week's worth of sides in the middle of the week, so when Sunday comes around, Are we I gonna guess do we're meat? just... If you've got a vegetarian recipe, you can send me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I figured if I was already going to buy something, you know, might as well. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, on Sunday, all we have to do is just buy more meat. That'll <laughs> uh, definitely work out. Have like a pound yeah. of potatoes. She was like, I'm stopping at the store to grab some sides. And she came in with like five full bags, like bul- <laughs> bulging bags of vegetables. and. I'm trying to eat healthier. No, oh, we, we we eat pretty healthy. I mean, we did burritos last night, right? Like mm-hmm. chicken burritos, not beef burritos. And there were like three different vegetables in that and a lot of spices, which is good for your metabolism, I hear. That's why the Indian people stay so fit, I think. Um, <laughs> don't know much about them. And then... I think we did chicken breast twice this week. We've got a crock pot turkey rolling out right now. So we're doing good. Yeah, I mean, you eat pretty healthy in general anyway. Like, yeah. it was my diet that was the problem. No, it's not It's like before... Oh, wait. Uh, speaking of my diet, before I moved in, I... Especially during school, I was bad about eating a lot of fast food because I was lazy and um, pre-cooked or pre-seasoned meat. And we did uh, a tenderloin. List of things that we have today. But <laughs> we did a tenderloin. Got this by memory here. Last night that was pre-seasoned, and Brett can't talk shit anymore because it was awesome. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was a maple bacon, all different kinds of seasonings type thing, and I I, I despise pre-seasoned meats, but this was. Incredible. Damn good. Yeah, it was like it, it marinated. Your food's better, but it was pretty good. I don't know that pork, that pork loin. Like I was like, fuck it, I might just start <laughs> buying pre-seasoned chicken. Just not give a fuck what goes into my body. I'm not reading that goddamn list of ingredients. Uh, I think pre-seasoned stuff tends to be higher sodium, if I'm not mistaken. So that's probably not a good idea. But. No, but it was. It, it, Pork loin, probably not a good example of how we've been crushing the diet. <laughs> <laughs> Tenderloin's a leaner pork, though. That's yeah, a white meat. So. I count it. I mean, <laughs> I think we just lost all our Muslim and Jew listeners, but mm. it's okay if you're a Muslim or a Jew. I, I love you. I harbor <laughs> no resentment. Hate me for eating the swine. That's fine. <laughs> I had never heard of that before. I'd never heard it referred to as swine because much like you I grew up for the most part in this area mm-hmm. you know and so there's a lot of barbecue in Tennessee there's a lot of that type of stuff and uh, my first supervisor in the Air Force was a guy named Sergeant Simmons and if you're listening you're awesome but you're the first person that I've ever heard say swine <laughs> <laughs> can't believe you're eating swine bloom and I was like I 
didn't know that was a thing that people <laughs> were mad at me for. It's a whole new type of thing. Like, I've heard of vegans where they get mad at you for eating meat. Never heard about people who are mad at a particular kind of meat. Yeah, Never met a fishist it. before. Somebody who was like, how dare you eat tuna? Oh. Uh, pork is considered, like, an unclean meat. So. Yeah, it's like a biblical mm-hmm. thing. But, no, he was the... I, I've heard it a lot since then, but I never heard anybody go, I don't eat swine. And I was like, it's bacon. Like, it's delicious. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big pork person, actually, but bacon I would be sad to give up. Yeah, like, in general, I'm not. The, the smell alone is just like, dude, I don't know what to tell you. I think we're cooking out the germs. I think the only reason why that all those ancient religions were mad about it is because it's an unclean meat. If you don't cook it thoroughly, worms will start to happen. So, like, they couldn't thoroughly cook it. You can eat fish raw. I think that's why God was mad at pigs. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, where I was going with that, but yeah, Sergeant Simmons, if you're listening, your first, you know, great dude, got a whole bunch of good stories with you as well. But uh, you're the first person to call pork swine in my <laughs> presence, and I didn't know what to do with that information. And probably six, seven years on, I still have no fucking idea what to do with that. People call it swine to my face in the pawn shop. Have some guy come in and he's like, "Oh, you're having a swine biscuit," and I'm like, "When, when did this word happen?" You know. <laughs> I don't think I've heard it thrown around that casually, but I've oh, definitely it's, had... It's big in the black community. Conversational. <laughs> I've had conversations with people who said they didn't eat it because, yeah, it's not considered clean. Man. We forgot to watch the Chucky trailer. Oh, man, we did. We gotta watch that when we get off here. Yeah, I watched the Chucky trailer while at work. Don't tell my boss. Um... And I couldn't watch it with the sound on. Yeah. And, oh my gosh. I, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I was not a fan of the way that the Chucky doll looked. And I sent a picture of it to Brett, and we have been meaning to go back and watch it. Because he hasn't watched the trailer at all, and I haven't watched it with the sound on. So maybe Mark Hamill will just really blow me away, but man, I was not... I heard Mark Hamill had something to do with Star Wars. So... <laughs> Did you? Is that so? Yeah. He's a minor character. Not significant. No! <laughs> no. No. He played Luke. <laughs> I thought Harrison Ford played Luke. Oh, you're killing me, Smalls. <sighs> but no. Um, yeah, so uh, I am probably feeling the way Brett felt about Pet Cemetery, which we should probably talk about that, too. I am very cautious about the new Chucky, because... Oh, back from the way that he looked. Do what? I said, I'm feeling probably how you felt about Pet Cemetery. I'm very cautious about Chucky because the way that he looked did not intimidate well, me at all. I, I, and I can't remember again what we've talked about on these things, but um, Chucky for me is a little bit different. Like I've, I've, I, You can watch the first Child's Play and take it seriously. Mm-hmm. It's a little goofy. So but the doll, even up. in Child's Play, was like damn good for like yeah, when it came out. I mean, they've, they've had CGI renditions of Chucky for a little while now. They just never looked as goofy as the one in this particular trailer. But the fun thing about Chucky is that, like, at, by like, I think it's, I'd have to read, I've got all of them up there, but um, by like the 8th or ninth. 30th version of goddamn Chucky 
you're just laughing at Chucky because he's hilarious. Because like he's kind of serious in child's play. By Bride of Chucky, it's just horrific knock-knock jokes. Like, it's just it's I feel like that's kind of how uh, Freddy Krueger was, too. Like, his wit was kind of what kept him interesting for me. Yeah. Like, and in the later... Robert England. Yeah. Eng, Eng, am I saying that right? It's, I believe so, yeah. I've got his uh, autograph on my desk, but... Um, yeah, no, I... See? That proposes an interesting thing, because they remade... Nightmare on Elm Street a couple of years ago. And I, I don't want to date how old the remake is at this point. It's probably fucking 10 years old. Um, and they didn't use Robert for Freddy. And they changed the makeup. But they made an interesting decision to dive more into the pedophilia. Mm-hmm. It's in the backstory of the character that doesn't really come out until like the second or third Nightmare movie. Um, so if they change the voice, and you said, I haven't seen the trailer yet, but you said they changed a massive part of the character. Yeah, it might uh, work together. Like if they tried to remake day. Child's Play the way they remade, like Last House, I don't think that would work. But if they remade and added a new element to the story. Like, you can't tell the initial serial killer gets killed by the police, mm-hmm. dies in a toy store, spirit becomes this thing, weird electric shock moment over the sky. But you said that he's diving into technology. And yeah, so it almost it's makes not, sense to have a CGI Chucky. Yeah, it's not a possession story anymore, is my understanding. Like, it's a technology gone wrong story. And a lot of fans of from forums and stuff I've seen are mad that, which Mark Hamill is a very successful voice actor, uh, so See the I'm black sure... guy with the purple sword? No, he's Luke Skywalker. <laughs> oh, that was God. Samuel L. Jackson, right? He played yes. That's him. That's him. No, what? <laughs> oh my God. No. You were killing me. Oh, I know you're doing that on purpose to, like, ease press some of buttons. The, ease some of the backlash oh. from our Resident Evil fans. Granted that Sturm is oh. also one of my... I don't, he might be a Star Trek person. I'm going to... Fuck you, Sergeant Sturm. You're a Star Trek person. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the remakes of the Star Trek were pretty good, too. But before we get totally sidetracked, like, a lot of fans were mad. I mean, Mark Hamill... made me piss off all the Star Trek Mark Hamill. I've literally never even... Is a started. Is that the dude from X Men? Oh my god, Mark Hamill is a um like very successful voice actor in his own right, but like a lot of people What has he been in? And oh, he voices the Joker and everything. We've we've talked about this. Oh the the animated Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Um but like the guy who voiced the original Chucky is still alive, so like a lot of people are mad that Well so's Robert from Freddy Krueger. He's still around. Well, I can I can understand replacing him to some extent though because that he's is Freddy Krueger. Well, he he's physically his in the film because yeah. he's under all the makeup and stuff. So if he's getting older, I could see maybe like wanting a younger actor. But for Chucky, the voice actor isn't in the movie. Yeah. So and it's, it's a CGI character. Yeah. So you could definitely just use. I see what you're saying. Like I, I'm curious as to why they opted to not use 
the actual original voice actor? I don't know. In Pet Cemetery, they didn't kill the right gender of the uh. child. So <laughs> it's anybody's fucking guess. It's 2019. We're still doing <laughs> remakes like we did in 2009 mm-hmm. instead of coming up with any original goddamn content. Now the edgy move is like, like. Breathe. <laughs> you good? What's the book about the rich guy? His wife gets killed, or his girlfriend gets killed by the car, gets run over. It's a very famous book. It's not Francis Scott Key, because that guy did the F. Scott Fitzgerald. Hey, Winston. That's Max, actually. Hey, Max. You hanging out? You gonna get some lap time? Uh, The Great Gatsby. Oh. F. Scott Fitzgerald. It's definitely not Francis Scott Key. That dude wrote I the National like Anthem. Uh, so, <laughs> well, why did we go to Gatsby? I was not expecting that. Well, because I'm gonna try to make a point. Because it's a classic, It's like correct. the gas station dude. His, uh... Yeah, his... The you think the Great Gatsby is about the gas station? No, that's who. It's not one of the main characters whose wife gets run over. It's like Daisy is driving the car and runs over the gas station attendants. It's either his mistress or his wife. Gatsby fan who remembers all the details. Yeah, forgive me for my inaccuracies, but it would be like telling the Great Gatsby from the side of Daisy. Um. (laughs) But that's how. Gatsby himself. No, I was going to say that's how Gatsby himself ends up getting killed, though, because they think he was the one driving and Daisy was driving. Yeah, but like when they did that remake with DiCaprio, when they did that, I I loved the Great Gatsby film where they had all the rap music and the fucking, they modernized it and stuff. But it would have been like if they made that movie and then were like, we're telling the whole story from the side of Daisy. And you'd be like, well, then you should give it a different name. Like, uh, my neighbor's pretty rich. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I agree that you should name it something different. You don't but fuck I, with the legend. I agree that you should name it something different, but I actually feel like that might be a compelling story to hear because I don't think Daisy is as... You're part of the problem. <laughs> no, no, I don't think Daisy... I, that, I don't think that's the greatest example. I don't think Daisy is quite as vapid as they make her out to be like I, I feel like she's a character that's been like caught up in this life and she genuinely yeah. loves Gatsby but she's too afraid to leave to be with Gatsby so um but the movie ends abruptly when she gets run over outside of a gas station she doesn't die Daisy's not the one who dies I'm gonna piss off the Gatsby fans <laughs> in the middle no of uh, Daisy's so driving the car that runs over I can't remember I thought that the gas station attendant was driving the car that no. ran no. over the Daisy no Gatsby pretends like he's the one who is driving and that's why Gatsby gets killed because the gas station attendant shows Gatsby up. Gatsby doesn't die. Yeah, he does. Gatsby dies. He falls into the pool. I thought he ran he shoots away. Him and he falls into the pool and dies. Daisy leaves. I have to revisit Daisy doesn't Gatsby. go to his funeral because the whole story is told from the perspective of the cousin. I thought it was kind of left off that he like hopped in a kayak one Mm-mm. night and was like, I'm out this bitch. No, because the, the whole story is told from the perspective of the cousin who's like, 
It's been a good while. (laughs) Surprisingly, in college, nobody made me reread The Great Gatsby, so I am going off of sophomore English (laughs) recollection of The Great Gatsby. Yeah, he's being dragged into this world, and he's mad at the end because nobody goes to Gatsby's funeral. He's the only one who goes. Like, Daisy doesn't go to the funeral. Like, none of his quote-unquote friends. Just the narrator. Yeah. Like, all of the friends that filled up his house every weekend, like, I'm living off of... I'm rereading it. I've, I've probably got three copies of that goddamn book. <laughs> yeah. I'm rereading the Great All these Gatsby. people that lived off of his fortune and partied off of him, nobody cared about him. And, like, Daisy doesn't go to the funeral or anything. Gatsby well, dies, and he's left alone. Well, I'm a well-read idiot, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all the details of The Great Gatsby because I was reading better books, and I forgot all the details of Star Wars because I was watching greater movies. And all you <laughs> Those people are classics. who are, like, physically violent, upset with me right now trust me i've got my own nerdy shit i don't care about yours i don't think the fandom for gatsby is quite as hardcore like people are only super but, into no, it girls love to pretend no, like they they're love super gatsby. into it when they go to parties yeah, and no, dress or up when like i the go characters. to barnes and noble and they've just got a line and it's like i know you've <laughs> never read that like I, I know for a fact because i've talked to you you don't have the patience to sit down for a week and read a book or an afternoon and read a book they just like to throw the parties and they dress up like they're... They just like, like to buy the basket. Or not the basket, the purse and look, you know. <laughs> dress up like they're in Gatsby. Yeah. It's like, I, it's like, I think you missed the plot. I think you forgot. <laughs> but money know. doesn't buy you friends. I did see this hilarious post the other day about Hamlet. That was funny. But um, moving on. You're not going <laughs> to tell me what it is? You can't just leave me hanging. It was like a graphic chart that had the whole... Uh, to be or not, not God now you've got me date that <laughs> doubt myself the slings and arrows of fortune the whole suicide uh, soliloquy that's in Hamlet to be or not to be that is the question I thought that was Shakespeare it is Shakespeare oh wait Shakespeare, Shakespeare wrote Hamlet, Hamlet. <laughs> congratulations the shoe has slid across the room <laughs> For you to wear, you can. I will eat all of the Great Gatsby feedback while we're in the middle of trying to correct people on their goddamn two. So I can edit this out. No, no, we ain't editing this out. We we run a show every Tuesday called Two Star Tuesdays where we make fun of people for being like. You idiot. And then we simultaneously, in the past 15 minutes, fucked up four classics. Two films and two books. Mistakes were made. Mistakes were goddamn made. As as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, Shakespeare did right. (laughs) Shakespeare did indeed write Hamlet, you know? As soon as I said it, it was like, nope. Believe it or not, Hamlet was not an author. He was not hanging out with Plato and Aristotle and the rest of the one-named authors. Was, oh, my God. Authors have been running steady with two names for fucking a millennium. But all that to say... Just you didn't even like up, your Shakespeare I, that's class. That's what I was getting to. Give me room to breathe. I, like, I was giving you room to say is if you got problems with how Kristen doesn't give a shit about Shakespeare, I will have you know I also don't give a shit about Shakespeare. I sat through a year of Shakespeare classes and I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I scored. They're painful reads. They let me out of that school because I know for a fact that the whole last 
half of the last semester, I didn't even try. Me and Jessica, who was there with me for the entire, all that Shakespeare horseshit, we didn't read a single goddamn thing. We went on Wikipedia. We were like... Isn't she the one who brought all those notes that were then useless, though? Yeah, yeah. She (laughs) showed up for the fucking final, and we were like, we just have to pass the final because we crushed it on the paper because we're English majors. So, like, we know... How to downsize font. We know how to use some words for some essay mm. questions. That sucks. But we have, yeah, yeah, no. Put in she, that much effort and nothing be relevant. In, she went in. She went in. But Jessica, again, love you. You're fantastic. Hope the baby's well. Hope the marriage is working out okay. But she shows up with this piece of paper that is single-lined, like two-point font. Oh, my God. Like a whole book front to back That's a of lot nothing I but the notes. font was that little yeah and i went through with a highlighter before the class like we met up in the hallway and we we're like well that's probably important and that might work and then oh. we went into the test and literally nothing that jesse had written down on this goddamn like it was probably like five pages worth of just facts it was just like Hamlet Shakespeare like 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 it's all short note and we were taking the test and I just remember looking at her at one point and looking at the notes and being like you failed me like I don't, we're both gonna die neither one of us is gonna graduate <laughs> I remember that though because you were stressed about finals and uh you were like well I think I got this one in the bag well, these I notes wrote, are crazy detailed I, I, I wrote and then afterwards fucking, you were like I failed it I wrote like 30 pages worth of papers for people <laughs> in like four days leading up to the finals like I was Aww. just my mind was gone I'd done nothing but See. read books all semester and write papers all semester and then he was like we're gonna ask you questions about some dude you've obviously not given a shit about for the past nine months anybody who wants to uh argue that english degrees aren't real degrees or that they're easy in any way i did half the work the bridge if anybody (laughs) wants to argue that shakespeare was a brilliant writer i will show you sons of anarchy cut off your Mm. testicles and send you down the goddamn road no just watch sons of anarchy you don't have to read hamlet it's the same fucking story they've done all of shakespeare's stories in the past fucking like 500 years a shitload better than they did him back then because he was a bad writer he had oh nothing but plot holes nothing but plot holes in his late career fucking midsummer night's dream doesn't make any goddamn sense it's of the, the the whole last act it's not even a thing you need to read there's no like before middle and ending it's just a train of thought by some dude jerking himself off in fucking london shakespeare can go fuck his mother Fuck that dude and fuck you if you get mad at my girlfriend for getting a thing wrong about Hamlet. I don't give a shit. I'll drop my nuts in your face. (laughs) Fuck Shakespeare. Tell us how you really feel. Cheers. (laughs) 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 Shakespeare can suck my left nut and Mark oh. Hamill my right I don't <laughs> didn't give still, a sh- I don't know what Mark Hamill trailer. looks like and he played Luke fucking Skywalker we're still gonna watch the trailer though Whew. <laughs> <laughs> oh So earlier when I was talking about how you walked into an apartment, I was rambling at the wall. 
That's what I meant. Right. <laughs> mm. Ask a very uh, non-confrontational question. Get hit with a lot of rage about a dude who's been dead for hundreds of years. And like my mom lives in England. My brother lives in England specifically. They live around the London area. My brother lives in London. And uh, rest of my family lives outside of London, so I travel when I go over there. I get to see cool things. Went to Broadmoor Hospital. I think that's what they call it. It's not Broadmoor. <coughs> Fuck, I'm going to forget the name. I thought it was Bedlam. Bedlam Asylum. Bedlam's the old name. They yeah. changed the name because people in England say you're going Bedlam. Mm, that's right. So I... I it's not Broadmoor. Broadmoor is a different place. But, but anyway, went it was to this, originally Bedlam. Yeah, so you can Google I, I whatever can look, it is yeah, now. It's like the historical, like beginning of mental health uh, in the English tradition. So, like the reason why we understand schizophrenia is because like Henry the Sixth or whoever the fuck it was when this place opened. Um, would bring the aristocracy in to eat lunch with schizophrenics so that they would eat lunch. Like, <laughs> he had no other way of funding it, trying to explain that these people were not possessed by demons. Like, it's like an old, old, old hospital. And uh, I, or we, me and my mom, we drove hours to go to this place. And I've been there two times. We've gone to the tower. We've gone to the bell. We've ridden the big carousel, the eye. Um, drank in one of the oldest taverns on Fleet Street, which is where Charles Dickens used to hang out. Been to the oldest bookstore. Been to the oldest bookstore in London. That was a bottle cap <laughs> that I was folding nervously in my hand so I could stop being mad at Shakespeare. <laughs> And I still don't care about going to Shakespeare's house. Like, I've had multiple opportunities to go to the Globe Theater, and I've not done that. (laughs) (laughs) So you want to go see the place where he stayed? And I was like, I wish he would have shot himself in there. I would rather go to the field that Van Gogh shot himself in the chest in than go to Shakespeare's house. Like... I would sit there and shoot myself in the chest. I'd miss all the arteries. I'd look around to figure out where I had to like cap myself in the chest, just so that like I could go to the hospital. But I want like the experience. Maybe I'll take some like magic mushrooms or some shit like that. Just like plow like eight grams in my face and take a revolver and cap myself where he shot himself, and then just like, hey, when I start changing colors, like get me to a hospital. Like, I think oh. this is the part where I really back in. <sighs> I don't think we do any of those things. We burned down Shakespeare's house? Is that a terrorist threat on a Whose house were you going to piss on? We had a conversation about oh, that before. Oh, it's not a house. I was going to piss on Shakespeare's grave. I was going to... Was it Shakespeare? I had a lot of people I was really... Yeah. Mad. You were like, in particular, there was like... It was a house. It was, was... a house? Yeah. I, I can't remember I, who I it can't was. remember right now. I know I've made several attempts. Like, like if people would just show me where Shakespeare's buried I think I'd <laughs> go piss two on o'clock him. in the afternoon in front of children on a school bus tour like uh, would you have a field trip not a school bus tour 
I think I'd whip my dick out in front of a school bus full of children to piss on Shakespeare's grave <laughs> if I just eat the sex charge. It's <laughs> terrible. Exposure. I think I'd just say it was worth it. <laughs> Wait, is it a sex charge if you moon children? Because you could take a dump on it. No, you're not allowed to piss in front of children. It's no, definitely I'm saying, an indecent. No, I'm exposure. saying instead of peeing. Like, if you moon someone, is that still a sex charge? Well, Shakespeare charge? can't see that, but I hope he can taste my urine. Okay? No, I you're missing what I'm asking you. Grave. You want me to moon a school bus? For <laughs> no, I'm saying like if your butt's out instead of like your private parts. I don't need parts, to pull my stuff. pants all the way no, down. No, I'm just saying you're not I'm, listening I'm, I'm to me. I'm an adult. I'm capable of pulling my dick out. <laughs> you're through my not slippers. listening. I'm saying if you took a shit on his grave instead of pissing on it. I think is that's it still worse. A sex charge? It, it, like I'd have to bring a book. I'm sure it's a what vandalizing brought, property. Like I've got all the plays like in paperbacks. Like what if I brought Hamlet? And used Hamlet as reading material while I took a shit on Shakespeare's grave. <laughs> what if I dug like four feet into the ground because he's six feet down? Like if I dug like four feet down just so I could be that much closer to him. And then like I just sat in that literally. <laughs> Still a terrible idea. <laughs> and just pulled out Shakespeare. I could take like a, what do you call it? The things that make you poop? Laxative. Mm-hmm. I take <laughs> Take like eighteen laxatives, and I just so... spend my afternoon in a May sun where it's like eighty degrees in England, so it stinks really bad. Oh, gross! And I like build myself a little ledge in the dirt so I can hang my butt over the ledge without pooping into my pants. <laughs> and I just so... sit in the Japanese crouch position, mm. literally shitting on Shakespeare's face. How did we get so far off the rails? None of this is in our show notes. <laughs> Mistakes were made. So we went to the arcade the other day. <laughs> and Kristen, if Kristen was in Iraq, she would kill more of the people in her flight or platoon. You wanted to go to Syria and take me, and you wanted to give me a gun and take me with you. So no, I didn't I want to give you a gun. I wanted no. to give you the camera, and I wanted to no. hold the gun. You said that you were going to give me a gun, so if they killed you, I could kill myself. <laughs> Or, or if, it's like you're definitely not shooting your way out of the situation. I have years and years of training to get us out of this very position. Just suck a bullet if it gets down to that. I'd give you a Derringer 45. You could just spit around and be like, well, Brett got decapitated on TV and I don't need that. Bad. No, you told me to shoot you and then shoot myself. I was like, why do I got to no, shoot that's you? the zombie situation. No, it was the... It's basically the same thing. <laughs> the war in the Middle East is a zombie situation. Can I, I get like another it... beer? Yeah. <laughs> it's <was> a <laughs> topic. I don't know what happened. Yeah, everything went off the rails, but I predicted it, and I'm, I'm letting it happen. I'm checking our time. Let's see where we are here. God damn it. Um, if you guys would like to... Um, Send us some feedback. Tell me how absolutely pissed off you are about literally everything I've talked about today. Um, for starters, you can eat a solid one. And uh, for second, you can go email us at... Nightmareboxproductions at gmail. Nightmareboxproductions at gmail.com. <coughs> and I would love to get a lot of emails. But you don't check, they go to my phone. Well, because I, I don't even know what it's called. So that's, uh, 
Do you have your email set up to go to your phone at all? I don't know any of the passwords from the Nightmare Box. Because <laughs> we got an Easter package from your mom, and you said it had been in there for like a week because you didn't know. <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeah, mom <laughs> sent us this Easter package, and uh, it had two big-ass eggs, like these, these, these hollow eggs, and Kristen had never had English chocolate Mm-mm. before. It's and very good. It, oh, yeah, no. You, you, walked into the, you walked into the living room. With a foil-wrapped hollow egg filled with Smarties, and it was in a bowl. (laughs) She did not unwrap the egg. (laughs) She did not break the egg. So when I walked into the living room after coming inside from a cigarette, I discovered a bowl with a foil-wrapped chocolate egg inside of it, and I had no fucking idea what to do with that information. Well, the bowl, the bowl ended up being good because remember it was broken already when oh, I unwrapped yeah, it. Yeah, no, the bowl was fantastic, and that just says another thing about the United States Postal Service. Like those people need to get the shit. They just kicked your box around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had my box kicked around before. <laughs> I'm still mad at Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the day we talked well, about because the I'm looking cemetery. At, you like, were mad about the, that. We, we got the books propping up the things. I'm spilling beer on the... I, this is probably a sign from the universe that I'm about done with this podcast. And <laughs> you guys are welcome. I, I might throw like a... Or we might throw like a, a theme so this becomes like a, hey, thanks for sticking around shit. But fuck your mother. Um, I'm looking at Cormac McCarthy. And... Uh, I think if Cormac McCarthy wrote Romeo and Juliet, it would be what Romeo and Juliet deserved. So I'm saying, thanks, Max, for further spilling my beers. <laughs> oh my I'm God. holding my beer in my hand. <laughs> Kristen's cat headbutted my hand. He There's... likes to give headbutts. No, you All were right, um, you were upset before that he didn't let you touch him, and well, he's now just he's, trying to. Yeah, now he's just he's like, Dad, I know you're an alcoholic. Um, <laughs> He's licking his paw. I think he got some on himself. I think that's his goal. Max, you're a tricky bitch. <laughs> He's like, I just wanted some of your beer. I didn't get a headbutt, so you're welcome. No, let me look around here and see who was a better writer than Shakespeare. Cormac McCarthy got Outer Dark and the Orchard, 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 or, Orchard, Orchard, the Orchard Keeper. Sorry. I have Langston Hughes. I have Rudy Francisco. Who do a lot you of McCarthy. Open? You've got another McCarthy? Yeah, I've got a McCarthy here and a McCarthy here. Which both, ones? Both of these are McCarthy. Um, no country? Oh, you already said the Orchard Keeper at Blood Meridian. I uh, have Bukowski, George Lankoff, and Mark Johnson, and Metaphors We Live By, and mm-hmm. Noam Chomsky. Um, all of them. Far superior to Shakespeare. So send me all the emails you want. I'm not going to give a shit. But I am going to sign off. Are you ready to sign mm-hmm. off? We're over an hour. We did Ooh. it again. A lot of rants on this one, though. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, I don't think we have anything to apologize for. I think we're hilarious. But <laughs> The other day when we went over to your um, went over to your parents' place for Easter, mm-hmm. um, did I already t- say, oh, we don't know. Um, your mother and your sisters were fantastic, and the baby was beautiful. Um, but Kristen's dad, and I think I think it's a joint operation. Like yeah, they, I think they, they both do it. Like they make their own wine, 
and the wine was incredible. But like upon first sip, I was like, oh, this is, you're going to get fucked up wine. Mm -hmm. And so I poured a solo, or Kristen poured a solo cup for me and a solo cup for herself. And she gave up about a quarter of the way through the solo cup and said, I can't do it because you drink really sweet wines. Mm -hmm. And I drank my wine, her wine, and then she goes, oh, dinner's served. And I drank a third solo cup full of red wine. And I was like, we need to leave. (laughs) (laughs) So... um, but we if a any nice of Kristen's family is listening to this right now, I had, I had a brilliant time and I wish I could have stayed longer, but I felt that creep coming in where it was like I've had too much to drink <laughs> to be around people who've never drank with me before and who are not currently drinking right now. <laughs> so if, we, if it felt like we ran out of there in a, in, a, in a quickie, it was because I went outside and I smoked a cigarette. And there's a thing after you've been sitting down drinking when you, you stand, stand up. up for the first Ooh. time and you're just like, there's no alcohol content label. It's poured into a Dasani bottle and it's filled with wine. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? I've done that before. been like sitting and been like, I'm totally sober and stood up and been like, nope. I've done that most of my life. <laughs> You're sitting on a bar stool, you're eating dinner, you knock back four or five, and you get up to walk home, and because I don't believe in drinking and driving, I only drink in restaurants I can walk home from. Um, you get up to walk home, and you're like, oh, this is going to be a long walk back to the house. This is going to be one of those I might get hit by a car walk. So like, what we did when we went and saw Pet Cemetery. We, uh... Pre-drinks. <laughs> Podcasted and we drank during the podcast. We walked to the restaurant and drank and then walked to the theater and then walked back to the restaurant and had dinner and drank and again <laughs> and then came home and I was just like, I am so done. <laughs> <coughs> we didn't make an ass of ourselves in the theater though, which is good. We no. played the arcade game. You shot all of our people. <laughs> you did too. No, I don't blame that. Not as me. much as me, but... I, Neither one of us realized that we had teammates. We thought mm-hmm. we were only teammates. We were just killing everything that came on the screen. It wasn't Area 51. If it was in Area 51, I know where all the monsters are. But they well, Plus, up- the monsters aren't people, so you were fighting people with people, and it was like, just shoot all the people. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was madness. Um, and... Once again, because this would be another 30 minutes, we're going to have to put it off for maybe Sunday's show. Which one? We covered everything on the list except trigger warnings and censorship. So I'm going to pose a question to you and the listener, and uh, we will record this in another couple of days, and that means you guys will get it a couple of weeks from now, so posing the question to you is kind of silly but I'm going to do it because you might be receiving this on a Sunday and then shown my hand breaking down the fourth wall mistakes were made in 2019 when we are dealing with an era of trigger warnings where the slightest offense can ruin your career How do you work in the realm of horror? What line is too far to cross? 
what scare is not far enough for a generation of people who watched 9-11 unfold and then watched their country unravel with the carrot king how do you scare people in a way where you don't have to face a backlash a thing to think about if you have any answers to that you can feel free to hit us up on twitter at at nightmareboxpro or instagram at at nightmareboxproductions or facebook at facebook.com slash nightmareboxproductions and if you have a really long aggressive thing you want to say I, please don't do it on any of those but you can send us an email at nightmareboxproductions at gmail did I miss anything? nope did we hit all the major plot points? I mean I could tell you again what the podcast name is but if you're listening you probably already know yeah and if you found it then you know a couple of the emails were like I don't know how to find it and I'm like well been around since I was like 17 so like figure it out and congratulations because you guys made it all the way through here you've uh, become our support structure you welcome to the circle welcome to the nightmare box <laughs> I love you I love you and I love you guys we'll see you a couple of days next week depending on the uh, release schedule you know and if you like Shakespeare, you can go fuck yourself.